my name is Caleb Bolger, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 102 of Brody Sports Talk. We are here kicking off Week 13 with a Fantasy Friday. Of course, the Cowboys-Saints game is in. Crazy match, but uh, we're going to kind of let that one go and do a couple of things. So we're going to, of course, look back at Week 12 at a couple of leagues and the results, give you our studs, duds, and surprises, and then we're going to give you some sleepers that we have for week 13 in fantasy football. Of course, I am joined by no one else other than Derek Rusnick. Oh, he's <laughs> talking about me. I'm not, I'm here with no one else. Oh, am I chopped liver? No, I'm, I'm joined by no one other than you. Oh, I, okay. I, it, Thank goodness. I thought I was hallucinating for a moment. Just trying to, to to keep it to to the greatest uh, that we have here. So let's Hello, get everyone. things. Yes, thank you, Derek. <laughs> you are, you are not chopped liver, not by any any stretch. So league recaps, guillotine league. As week twelve finished, that meant there were six weeks left. So we are down to the final six. Somehow, I have still survived. Um, and the, the team that went home this past week was Dad Runner. Uh, Dad Runner had a, a good team, but was hampered by some injuries. Uh, Matt Ryan didn't have a good game. DeAndre Swift leaving early with an injury didn't help. George Kittle, uh, I'm sure we'll we'll probably talk more about that in a second. Uh, <laughs> Greg Zerline and the Cowboys defense. So all around pretty rough day for him. And uh, Derek, I, I heard about this, and we might have to do this in a in a league next year just for the heck of it. But one of the people in that league was talking about cutthroat guillotine, okay. and they said in cutthroat guillotine, you have no bench and no IR. Ooh. That is cutthroat. <laughs> that sounds insane. Yeah, I'd be horrible at that. I would lose week two, probably. Well, we would have to see. Yes. So uh, then, of course, we have our podcast league where we are up against other people in podcasts. And we got the dub. We got hey, the dub. look at us. Uh, I made pretty much the whole team into dad jokes and we went out and took care of business. Uh, we beat the oblivion bar podcast, which they like to talk about movies, comics, those type of things. But uh, do you want to know how I turned the, the whole team into dad jokes? Uh, tell me. So I put in at wide receiver DJ Moore and Elijah Moore. Okay. And called the team more wide receivers. There you uh, go. With the extra O. And cool. uh, I went through, put all sorts of nicknames in for the players for the heck of it. Uh, I had uh, Ty Johnson, the Jets running back, as Ty 1. Tyler Higby as Ty 2. And Ty Lockett as Ty 3. Okay. I, I nicknamed DJ Moore as Moore 1 and Elijah Moore as Moore 2. And... Basically, anything that I could think of that did or didn't really make sense as a nickname just got put on there. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I called Rashad Bateman Rebate. 
uh, I had Cam Newton on the team. I've called him Fig Newton. Okay. Uh, I called Mac Jones Macaroni. We've heard that joke on the podcast several yeah. times. So uh, I called Brandon Ayuk Yuck. Like all, all sorts yeah. of fun things. Yeah. Uh, with the team getting a win. Team getting a win is is always the, the most enjoyable thing there. And then last but not least, in uh, the Shrinking League, where we're down to only having five players play, I, I just got let down. Uh, I put Cortland Sutton in. He had a bad game. Uh, I had Heineke and McLaurin thinking that they were going to be able to score points against the Seahawks. And they didn't. <laughs> Not. Nope. I, I really needed that Heineke to McLaurin touchdown. We lost to someone by just six points. There you go. Uh, the good news is they had left Leonard Fournette on their bench. So if I would have beaten them, they would have been really, really irritated with themselves. Yeah. Um, but that's it for that. Derek, let's, let's talk some players. Uh, who do you have as a stud, dud, and surprise of week 12? Yeah, so I believe he's the most underrated player in the NFL history. Like, we don't put him where he needs to be in the in the pantheon of tight ends. But Gronk is my stud this week. Um, I know, you know, he's got that, that playboy attitude, and he's got the um, just, you know, doesn't take anything seriously. But the guy had seven receptions, 123 yards. He has been doing it forever and anytime that you can step away from the game you know wear a turtleneck and do commentary and then just come back like you've not missed a step win a championship that's a that's going to be a, a great a great player i love uh, rob gronkowski uh, i just like watching him play uh, my dud this week going with another tight end that's george kittle he had two receptions 13 yards it wasn't his fault. The ground game was going well, and he just wasn't needed in the in the game plan. So once again, two receptions, only 13 yards. And my surprise, my, my, my Broncos, just 13 points allowed, a pick six by Sertan, another interception by the, uh, by the defense, and three sacks. So um, didn't think they were going to beat the Chargers. If you listen to last week's episodes uh, talking about uh, my Broncos, because I like to bring them up all the time. And I didn't think that the, the Broncos were going to beat the Chargers, uh, but they did. They beat them pretty well, and that defense is, is stepping up, uh, even without Von Miller anymore. Um, maybe, maybe that was a catalyst that they needed. Uh, Chubb came back, had a good game, um, and maybe he's the future of that position. So, Caleb, what about you? Who is your stud, dud, and surprise? So, for my stud, I went with uh, Joe Mixon, 165 rushing yards, two touchdowns, just completely demoralizing the Steelers. And just, I mean, they're a team that's known for their defense. And if you're getting 165 rushing yards, you're doing some things right. Um, Tons of fantasy points for Joe Mixon, especially if you're in a league like some of mine where you get points for first downs. I want to see he had nine rushing first downs nice. in the game. And that's that's awesome. Like, you want to be able to be featured, and Joe Mixon, they, they didn't have a way to stop him. They didn't have a way to stop him, that's for sure. Uh, my dud of the week is none other than 
DK Metcalf. He had a lovely one catch for 13 yards on four targets. Uh, while I was saying that Heineke and McLaurin didn't do anything in that game, DK Metcalf was definitely the worst person in that game as far as fantasy. Like Gerald Everett was catching the ball. Um, Tyler Lockett had a great game. Um, you know, JD McKissick had a touchdown. Antonio Gibson was getting some work. When DK Metcalf is the person who is that disappointing, it's tough. Um, I, I'm concerned. I might actually have to drop him in the guillotine league because, like I said, we're down to six teams, and I just don't trust him to be able to perform, and I feel like he's someone that opposing defenses are focusing on. Uh, last but not least, my surprise is Cordero Patterson. He's been here a few times, so I wouldn't necessarily say that it's the stat line that surprised me. It's the fact that essentially we didn't know how much he was going to play or if he was going to play until right before kickoff. Once we saw he was playing, I put him in. Two receptions, 37 yards, 108 rushing yards, and two touchdowns. Like, he he scored Errol. He goes, he gets the touchdowns. He gets a little bit of yards. He doesn't touch the ball more than, like, I think Mike Davis has way more touches than him, but Cordero Patterson just does more when he touches the ball. And it's really weird. It took Arthur Smith to finally get, like, some real potential out of Cordero Patterson and see what he can do in an offense. I'm not saying he's Derrick Henry by any means, but I am saying that he has made him fun to watch on the offensive side of the ball again. Uh, any thoughts on uh, any of those before we go to our sleepers? Of course, I have two questions for you. First is the easy one. Maybe I can give you a second to think it up. Uh, do you have a, a dad joke for DK Metcalf? Like you have a, a joke name when you're talking about the the, the names you gave to your other players. Um, is there a DK Metcalf uh, funny name that you have? Um, I, I think I would just call him Donkey Kong. Uh, okay. After the the Mario character, because that's yeah. that's what I think of sometimes when I see DK. Uh, it, it'd be funnier if I called him Diddy Kong. Uh, Diddy Kong yeah. Metcalf. That would be that would be good. And my second piece is Joe Mixon is going to be. Um, we're going to look back at Joe Mixon's career after he's done, and we're going to be like, "Wow, I did not know this guy was was doing what he was doing in the league." He has uh, under the radar been a really good running back for the Bengals. And I know Joe Burrow gets the the love and, you know, the the Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, you know, those guys are getting the the spotlight. But Joe Mixon, I mean, you look, he's a he's a top five running back in yardage um every year. He's got the the receptions out of the backfield. Um I, I I'm I'm very surprised Joe Mixon is doing what he's doing in the league coming out of Oklahoma, you know, we're an Oklahoma based podcast. Um, and, and I got to watch him when he was in college, but, um, Joe Mixon is, is doing a, a great job in the league and I'm very proud of him for what he's doing. Uh, why don't we move on to our sleepers this week, Caleb? So what are we doing this week with sleepers? So I went ahead and expanded it. We've expanded it before we're expanding it again. We're just going to each kind of go through a spot at the roster and each give a sleeper. And I'm going to say maybe roughly 30 seconds as to why we think that they are a sleeper. And I'll go ahead and get us started. Uh, quarterback, I took Derek Carr. He's playing against the Washington football team. I mean, let's face it. I know you already feel good about that game. I, 
you if you want to know more, listen to our picks episode from mm-hmm. Thursday. But you know, Derek Carr, he's good. He's passing it a lot. I'm the only thing that slightly concerns me is no Darren Waller, but I think that they're just gonna feed Hunter Renfro and uh uh a future sleeper to be named uh in my list later. <laughs> and uh, they'll get the job done. So uh, who do you have at quarterback? Yeah, I want to comment on your like once again, um, underrated player in the league, uh, Hunter Renfro. I'm a Raider hater, but I respect that guy. He does everything he possibly can and and makes, uh, you know, I, I was surprised what he's doing in the league after what he did in college at Clemson. But Renfro, good on you. You've made a, a Bronco fan uh, a fan of you. Uh, for me, my quarterback is Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo for the 49ers. They're going up against the Seahawks in Seattle. Um, I'm not sure the, the Seahawks know how to win a game. So I think Garoppolo is going to do some good things. Um, he may not play the full game because they could be winning that badly. Um, and, you know, he also might not get a whole lot of points because the run game works well. But uh, for me, Jimmy Garoppolo, my quarterback sleeper. Let's move on to running back. Who do you got running back, Caleb? Uh, I went ahead and went with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think especially he's been back. He played a game before the bye. He's back after the bye. He's playing the Broncos. I mean, I know that you had this as well in your picks as yeah. an over. Yeah. I think that the both teams are going to be scoring. I think that the Chiefs are going to potentially even maybe try to slow it down a tiny bit. Edwards Hilaire is your option to do that. If you thought he wasn't 100% before, he should be now after the bye. And he's probably fresher than a lot of the people just because he hasn't been out there most of the year. So I think that him with fresh legs going up against the Broncos is a great opportunity. I saw a lot of people didn't have him very high at all. I think he might've even been outside of the top 20 for fantasy running backs this week. And I thought that just didn't make any sense at all. So uh, Derek, who do you have at running back? Yeah. So I'm going with Miles Sanders. If he plays Miles Sanders from the, the Eagles going up against the J E T S jets, jets, jets um, going. This is my, once again, the, the road team going into a place. Um, Sanders from the running back for the Eagles. Um, he is questionable right now, but um, things look okay from what I'm reading. And uh, I think, I mean, I, I don't believe in the Jets at all. So uh, good running back versus a bad defense. Can I tell you something crazy about the Eagles schedule? Please. So I read that starting with this last or two weeks ago now. So they hosted the Saints, and then they went to the Giants. The Eagles don't have to get on a plane again the rest of the season. Wow. Because they travel again to the Jets, which is a bus. Host Washington, host the Giants, bus to Washington, host the Cowboys. Like, wow. That's kind of crazy. Um, and I think that maybe it will help Miles Sanders out there a little bit as well. He doesn't have to worry about missing the team flight. That's for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, at wide receiver, I I went with Tyler Lockett. I feel like Lockett and Wilson are in one of those grooves where they're getting a lot of chemistry for Seattle. And I think, like Derek said, the 49ers are probably going to get up early and often. 
and they're going to need to pass. I expect Lockett to have, even if it's something like five catches for 90 yards, that's kind of what I expect from him. So he's not necessarily the highest rated wide receiver, but I think that he is someone that could definitely pick up some solid points for your team. Uh, Where are you going at wide receiver, Derek? Yeah, so as we talked about a couple episodes ago, the uh, McVay, uh, Sean McVay of the Los Angeles Rams is trying to force Matthew Stafford into being an uh, MVP candidate and throwing the ball everywhere. The the reception of all those passes a lot of times is Cooper Cup. So um, he is not a, a sleeper per se, but he may... Uh, take a little bit of a backseat with the OBJ drama that comes uh, everywhere he goes, um, that people are are expecting OBJ to get forced the ball a little bit downfield. Um, Cooper Cup's going to be there. He's going to get the receptions, and he's going to get the yards um, and probably pick up the touchdowns in this game. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, and the Jaguars are coming to town, and uh, that's a... I think everyone will get a little bit of love that day because the Jaguars uh, are not uh, not the not, not the best team. Let's move no, on. They aren't. Let's move on to tight ends. Who do we have as tight ends, Caleb? So I see we we both went west here, and I went with uh, Derek Carr's partner in crime, Foster Moreau. Uh, Moreau was listed outside of the top ten at uh, fantasy tight ends as far as rankings this week. And let's face it, if you're looking for a replacement for Darren Waller, you might as well take Moreau. He's not as athletic as Darren Waller, but I feel like the Raiders try to use him just as if he was Darren Waller. He's still going to get targets. He's still going to get fed. And that's what you need. I mean, let's face it, if you're scrounging for a tight end right now, Foster Moreau is probably the best out there for you. So I felt like it was a necessary inclusion. And hopefully when you pick him up and play him, he gets a, a touchdown or two from Carr this week. Yeah, so from my tight end, I'm going to the Cardinals. Cardinals are headed to the Bears and to, to Windy City. And um, Zach Ertz is the tight end there. He has become a, a much bigger part of that offense than I was going to give them credit for when they traded, when the Cardinals traded to get Zach Ertz from the Eagles this year. Um, he's had a couple of different games with uh, some touchdowns. He had a really good game uh, two weeks ago, and last last week he had eight passes, 88 yards, two touchdowns, um, and so yeah, he's he's a a every down kind of tight end who catches the ball and puts up points. So that's my tight end. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna t- to take the uh, take the kicker here, uh, because for me, I have Nick Folk. He's been around forever. He's kicking for the Pats, and he knows how to kick on a winner, because uh, he's been winning in uh, this year for with the Pats. So he gets to kick extra points for Mac Jones, and uh, the Pats are have what won six in a row, I believe. So seven, seven in a row. I apologize. Mac and cheese, please forgive me. Uh, so who's your kicker this week? I went with Michael Badgley. Uh, when in doubt, pick a kicker against a bad team. True. Um, I don't know that Badgley will get the most points, but even if he gets somewhere in the neighborhood of like four extra points and a 40-yarder, that's eight points. That's just as good as 
you know, two forties. So I think that you take Badgley and you say, I know I'm getting something from this position. Consider him a high floor candidate for your kicker position this week. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and just uh, jump over to the defense. There was a defense that surprised me quite a bit with how they did this past week. And that was the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens have been very interesting this year. I think that they're going to go out and they're facing the Steelers. It's somewhat not being talked about very much, despite it being this rivalry game. And I think a lot of the reason it's not being talked about is the offenses have not looked good. (laughs) I think that the Ravens are going to go out. They're going to force the pass and they're going to pick Ben big Ben off a few times and probably force a few fumbles. I think the Ravens defense is going to look good and uh, have fun doing it. Who do you have as your defense this week? Yeah, so I, I want to to comment on on yours here real quick. the The defense for the Ravens had to be good on that game because Lamar threw four interceptions, and they still won. And they still won by six points. I I I I I don't even know what to say. So for me, I have the Indianapolis Colts. Um, they are going to play the Texans. And they are going to uh, shut down that that Texans resurgence, let's call it. Um, and with Tyrod Taylor there, you know, there's going to be a few points scored by the Texans. But I think that um, the, the the Colts have a good defense. They, they have good defensive personnel. Whether they make the plays is another thing altogether. Whether Carson Wentz plays like Carson Wentz or if he plays like a regular NFL quarterback and, you know, the defense is on their heels or the defense is out there a long time could change things. But for me, I have the Colts defense versus uh, headed down to Houston to play the Texans. All right. And uh, that is it for our week 13 fantasy Friday. Definitely make sure you subscribe to us so you don't miss any of our podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Brody Talk so that you can interact with us and have some quality NFL content coming into your Twitter timeline. And uh, you can always find all of our information in our link tree, linktr.ee slash Brody Talk. So on behalf of Derek, my name is Caleb Walgren. We are signing out. Have a good night or day Bye, or whatever. Bye, guys. <laughs>